I went to India for 14 days. I got to see a lot. I went to the Taj Mahal. I did the touristy stuff. And I also went and saw how the people live. I went to the slum in Mumbai. I went up a mountain. I went through jungles. I saw it all. I witnessed things I never thought existed, I guess. I, I had my perspective changed forever. We've all seen pictures of slums, right? We've all seen the movies. But I promise you... You have no idea what a slum is like until you go there. I was sweating with the heat. I was overwhelmed by the sound and my eyes saw mess, rubbish and raw sewage like I've never seen before. The slum is, I guess, the most entrepreneurial place on earth. The whole of India comes there, dumps their rubbish there, and the people that live in the slum basically recycle it to make a living. And so I saw men, children, women recycling TVs to extract the copper from the wires so that they could sell the the melted down copper to the world. I saw them doing the same with um, rubber, turning tires into rubber pellets to sell to the world. It's the most resourceful place on earth, but it's the most heartbreaking in the sense that these people are living in conditions you could never even imagine. I will never forget the moment I saw a three-year-old kid run up to me whilst playing on this pile of rubbish and he squatted down in front of me and he pooed and then he peed and as he got up and began to run away from me I saw him trip and I looked over to see what he tripped on because it's I mean the whole place is a tip and he tripped on the body of a dead rat and this kid was completely naked and I remember just thinking, taking pause for a second and thinking, where the hell are these, this kid's parents? And it was just incredible. The place was just in, in, incredible. There were, you know, things in there that I've, I couldn't even articulate. Um, people just sleeping all over the floors. I walked past one room, which was so hot, I had to, um, I had to step away and, and take a breath. And I asked what was in there. And it was just a hole in the ground. And they said it was a, a bakery. And, uh, that hole in the ground is a bakery. They said there's a man in there baking right now. I promise you, the heat in that hole in the ground was hotter than anything I've ever experienced. But the people there, and this is really the message, and this is why I wrote Slum Gratitude in my diary. The people there never asked me for a thing. They didn't ask me for a penny. They didn't beg me. They didn't ask for uh, food or money or anything at all. And more shockingly, more shockingly than anything at all, the people were really, really happy. And obviously that's just an observation, right? I don't know how happy they were. Didn't ask them. But I, when I looked through my camera album, specifically with the kids, there wasn't one kid in any of my photos that wasn't happy, that wasn't smiling, didn't have a massive smile on their face. And as I walked through, I saw people that were laughing and um, playing and playing games and they'd got a stick and they were playing cricket. And I walked away from the, the slums, weirdly not feeling sorry for anybody in there because they didn't feel sorry for themselves. And then I reflected upon my own society here in the UK and how often we complain about so little and really how complaining and being negative is a very, I guess, subjective thing. We complain because it's relative to the world we live in. 
And because I've been there, and because I saw that little kid soil himself and then run and trip on a dead rat, my perspective of what is complain-worthy has shifted forever. I've built a tremendous amount of gratitude for the things that I have, but I've also realised that it's really not about the things I have at all. It's actually all about my perspective on the things I have, and my perspective on who I am, where I am, and that's what I call slum gratitude. I walked away from the slums with a tremendous amount of gratitude and a new perspective on how to to be happy within myself. If I had to guess, if I had to guess, I would guess that the people I saw in those slums are happier than the people I see in this country every single day. The people I see posting on Instagram and Facebook. And I think that says something. The next thing it really taught me was about the privilege we've been given from birth and how many of us, just by being born in a part of the world where we have a roof over our heads, we have a parent or parents, we have internet, we have all of these things, schooling, education, we have tremendous privilege. And every time you make an excuse, you are disrespecting the privilege you were given when you were born. And I really want to embrace that personally in my own life and see what I've been given as a lottery ticket to be and achieve anything I want to. Because those people in those slums aren't making excuses because nobody's there to listen. And in my own life, I'm just like everybody else. I make excuses sometimes. And it's very easy upon coming back to the UK to fall into the trap of the old behaviours and the, the lack of gratitude and the thinking, you know, at times that I'm disadvantaged, but I'm truly, truly blessed. And we all are. If you're listening to my podcast right now, I promise you, you have more than the great majority of this world have. Don't disrespect your privilege. You are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level. And a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud, so you can access it from anywhere. And the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have to worry about tasks being manual and clunky, and it means that I can be more efficient and to focus on more important things like bringing you the best episodes and guests on this show. So I become one of the 37,000 companies that have already made the move over to NetSuite. NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head to netsuite.com slash Bartlett for a free product tour. Back to the episode. You are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level. And a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud, so you can access it from anywhere. And the cost of managing and running multiple systems, because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have to worry about tasks being manual and clunky, 
and it means that I can be more efficient and to focus on more important things like bringing you the best episodes and guests on this show. So I become one of the 37,000 companies that have already made the move over to NetSuite. NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head to netsuite.com slash Bartlett for a free product tour. Back to the episode.